Hello, I'm Christina Glickman and welcome to Extra Life and Style Unscripted, the podcast. This show and my energy are like Oprah's Super Soul Sunday meets Gucci Love Parade. If you love that, I think you'll love this show. We'll talk about entrepreneurship, fashion, edgy motherhood, aging, everything in between to shift your energy into greater possibility for a life unscripted. Because after all, I built this show for you, for us. Let's go. This is a Soul Fire production. In this episode, I talk about the incredibly important and exhilarating topic of my hair. That's right, folks, an entire episode dedicated to this crazy hair of mine, which I believe has taken on a life of its own. I will share with you not only how I ended up with this insane haircut and ended up looking very much like the heat miser from The Year Without a Santa Claus, to how it was and is such a massive part of my changing life. And don't forget the Extra Love Army doors are open for any new members. You can always go to my Instagram at Christina Glickman to join us and find out more about what we do in this incredibly special community. Or send me a DM. If you know me, I'll always respond. Also, it would mean so much to me and the show if you would subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. It's how we reach more amazing people like you. Hello, my loves. Goodness sakes alive. Let's talk about the hair. Now, if you stumbled upon this podcast or we haven't really met, maybe pause, go to my IG and take a look at my hair because that, my friends, is what we're talking about today. So as I am recording this podcast, I'm sitting here with platinum spiky short hair and it screams me, almost like it has always been me, but that's not the case. You see, until I was almost 25, I had long brown hair, and as I mentioned so often, I looked just like my daughter Racer, or she looks like me, and so I had that hair, long brown hair. However, she got the lottery ticket on the luxurious thick hair from her dad, and I always had sort of super fine, almost baby hair. Not a girl's dream. But I tried. Tell me who remembers spiral perms? I mean, I would sit in a chair with spiral perm and then pink puffy rollers at night that I would sleep in that kind of hurt my head. I mean, I did anything for big hair. I can vividly recall how my hands felt holding a sticky glue blue Aquanet can. It was my best friend and I just wanted hair that I would really never achieve. And I would imagine that sentiment rings true for most of us. The, the pursuit for hair that really shouldn't be ours, but we're gonna keep trying to do it. You have straight, you want curly, you have curly, you want straight. It just, it doesn't matter, right? It's so it goes, it's a rite of passage. Well, many of you have heard the story of how this hair came to life for me in my book, Extra the Art of Being, but I wanted to dig a little bit deeper into it. Now, I've had this crazy hair for over two decades, which is I can't even believe that, to be honest. And I always like to say that I'm losing all perspective because the hair is getting whiter, it's getting taller, and all the things, but here we are. And let's talk about the enormous importance that hair plays in our lives. I mean, I almost feel silly talking about this, what's happening in the world, um, from a pandemic to social injustice, but here's the thing. Hair is important. I mean, it completely communicates so much about our personality at the get-go, right? Now, is it the most important feature of our look or style? I mean, I like to think other things are at play, but truth be told, it's a big deal. 
I mean, how many of us have had an awful haircut or color and legit felt like our life was ending? Ridiculous? Yes. True? Yes. It is what it is. I mean, a great hairstyle can make us feel and look like a rock star or the consummate professional or a hot mess, super dated, and just does not exude the confidence most of us would be hoping for. And speaking of confidence, I get asked often what my hair looks like what? Well, you will never know because I hate it. I look like a drowned rat and I mean, I really hate it. And funny enough, I don't feel the need to show you my head wet so that you can see that I'm confident because I'm confident that I feel crappy when I look like a drowned rat and I'd prefer not to feel crappy about myself. So you're not gonna see it like that. Let's move on. I think we're all gonna agree our hair makes us feel smarter, more capable, more attractive, and in general can lift our self-esteem. But what happens when, you know, the security blanket of your hair gets all chopped off and you feel wildly exposed. And as I was thinking about this, you know, a massive transformation really happens. And, you know, the funny thing is when people say to me, oh my gosh, you're, you're so brave to have such short hair and your face is just out there. And I don't think they mean it rudely, but it's true. It's like, there's no hiding. Um, I laugh because I didn't courageously bust into a salon and, you know, Britney Spears shave my head. I, I didn't know that I was going to come out with this hair. And so I'm going to share a little excerpt from the book, Extra the Art of Being, before I dig in a little bit more. So it starts like this. My hair, let's get right into it. It's always a thing with people and not always a good thing. Weird looks, comments that seem flattering but aren't, and judging side eyes. I don't care. I love it. It's just become me. But how did it happen? You literally don't walk into a salon and say, give me a crazy hair look number seven. I was in my early 20s, a client service director for an ad agency, out in LA on a photo shoot for a hair care company. And at the time, Heidi Klum was the talent and she had a celebrity hairstylist with her, of course. And her name was Serena, a small Italian woman who had a, a bad ass personality with scissors. And for two weeks, she would say to me in her commanding Italian accent, I have to cut your hair. It will change your life. I said, no way. I mean, hair is my security, and you get that. I had long hair my entire life, but one sunny Hollywood morning, that ended. In a director's chair in a field with not a mirror in sight, I sat down, and I came out with this. I cried. I thought it looked like a boy. How would I ever show my face again? So what made me say yes? I guess it was the start of what I would discover was building the armor of me, this little Italian woman with a sharp tongue, An obsessive insistence was right. A haircut did change my life. I just didn't know it at the time. I still get a little bit of chills when I read that because it feels like yesterday where I was in the middle of that field and I was crying. Um, I thought, how do I even go to work looking like this? So it felt like a very big deal. And while this story is all about the hair, we know it's really not about just the hair. It's about what happens in life when you allow yourself to try something new on. It may not be a haircut. And you know, it's also just about what happens when you do try something on and you don't like it. And so, well, what we know is that we can make it a defining moment or not for us. And, you know, my hair is always the first comment I get from so many, you know, from David Bowie and everything in between, but it's really taught me so much. And I know it sounds funny, but when you enter a room, sometimes you're not trying to scream who you are, but when you have hair like this, that's just what happens. And so this haircut for me really translated into 
being able to stand a little bit taller and step into a part of me that I knew that I was much more than my hair. And again, I kind of feel silly even talking about it in this way, but it really was a dramatic event in my life. And so when we think about the energy that we show up into a room and that we give, hair is a really important piece of it. And I didn't realize until many years later that that long hair, I actually was hiding behind a piece of me a little bit because it's always that sentiment of, if I show you who I am, will you still like me? And so trust me, I got many negative comments because some people are just not kind. And each one of those exercised my muscle to stay in my lane, stand a little taller and just say, well, I like it and it's me and this is who I am and, and move on. So I was able to kind of transform myself more and more into liking this hairstyle, playing with it, fixing it, you know, and again, over the years, coloring it, all the things, because it felt fun. And I really believe at the end of the day has taught me so much about myself. And, you know, no, the point of the story is not to go encourage you to go get a crazy haircut. But I would say a few things, you know, number one, a bad haircut or color is not going to end your life. In fact, it may just create a new one if you let it. But it comes down to this idea that we hold tight so many things in our lives as if they're life or death, and they're really not. Even though our appearance is wildly important and we talk about how it helps our self-esteem and, and how we feel about ourselves and all the things, but the reality is that it really isn't life or death. And the second thing is, are you allowing yourself to show up in the way that you want. And I, I go back to that comment when people will say to me so often, whether it's my hair or my clothing, oh, I wish I could do that. Well, that's crazy. You absolutely can. And who's telling you that you can't but yourself because you're probably not quieting the noise of anybody else around you that may have an opinion, which by the way, I don't care about their opinion. I care about my own and how I want to show up. So if you've always wanted to try a new highlight in your hair or a cut that you think may be too racy, can I just say, like, do the dang thing? You know, and I love you, but nobody really cares, and I mean it. It's just hair, so if you were to do something, how silly not to try something that might make us feel better. And by better, I mean we all know, whether it's a, a haircut or a, a new top or outfit, it really gives us a little bounce in our step. It's a new sense of self, you know. It's a little facelift, so to speak. And so if whatever it is, like, so what? Just do it. Isn't life so much more fun and freeing when we release the social conditioning so that we can just show up to do the things we want to do? And I know that it sounds crazy that this is all coming from a story about hair, but it means something. It takes so much confidence to move through our life every single day. From a hairstyle, to the job title we chase, to the types of cereal that we find acceptable for our kids that we put into a shopping cart in case somebody sees it. It's all so much. But I guess I would ask you, and I ask myself, does it have to be? I don't think it does. I have a beautiful relationship with this high maintenance, every four weeks, color and cut hairstyle. My wallet doesn't really like that, but it is what it is. And yes, in the end, I could say a haircut did change my life. It's what I wrote in my book almost two years ago. But today... The version of me that is even more platinum, more spiky and tall would say, Christina, it wasn't the hair. You did it. You changed your life. 
Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next week. 